Hello, and thank you for listening to Good Girls Behaving Badly. I'm Sydney. I'm Shanae. And this is now our seventh episode. Thank you for coming back and listening again. How was your weekend? Um, I saw Beyonce. Oh, yeah. That was on Thursday. <laughs> she was life-changing. In fact, my blog post this week will be, a, will be about how Beyonce changed my life. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. She changed my life. <laughs> Okay, blog post. I'm gonna go in detail this week, guys. Please read my post. But it was such a great concert. This is my first Beyonce concert, period. And I just feel like sometimes people are like, oh, she's not the best singer. Da, da, da. She's like hands down, awesome performer. Period. Well, yeah, performer. Yeah. She sang live the whole time. Mm-hmm. It sounds just like the tracks. I don't know why people hate on her vocals. I don't get it. <laughs> um, and I was in a concert in a pouring while well, I was in the ring. But the concert rained the entire time. Lord. She performed the entire time in the wind, in the cold, in the rain. And if you were looking at her, you wouldn't have told it was raining or anything. She mm. seemed so unaffected. And she kept constantly being like, oh, thank you guys for being here. I know we're in the rain. I'm so sorry, but thank you. Mm. Like, I really appreciated, like, her appreciating <laughs> that we're all out in the rain in, like, ponchos. Because they don't let you take umbrellas. I was about to say, did they give out ponchos? No, you had to, you had to buy them, girl. Oh, yeah, of course. I was in the car with my friend Morgan, and I was like, we need ponchos. I'm like, we have umbrellas. You can't take umbrellas in sporting mm-hmm. arenas. Mm-hmm. And a guy, literally, that was Jesus, was like, ponchos, ponchos. I was like, sir, <laughs> out the window. How much? <laughs> Two for ten. And that's it. But, like, when I tell you, them poncho salesmen were hustling. They were everywhere. They was about to, because they, they was probably thinking, you know what? This is my day to come up. It All is. these people here for Beyonce and, they need and them. it's raining. Oh, because I'm about to make out for the winner. Like, seriously, everyone bought them. You needed them. You weren't going to stand out there. You can't have an umbrella. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, maybe some people thought about it. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I brought an umbrella. I didn't even think of... I did. I do know they don't let you do it, but you didn't think about it. Mm-hmm. So it was like, you were kind of at their mercy. So the one, I mean, I appreciate... I wonder how the people... Because did she have the mosh pit? Because I know for all the concerts, I've heard people talk about they had like a mosh pit with people standing. Yeah, she thing. had it. I wonder how they... Did they all have on ponchos? Most, when I looked, it seemed like most people had on a poncho. Okay. Like, you, you bought it. Okay. And they weren't like, well, the one I bought was five dollars so it was like depending on who you caught it wasn't like expensive but mm-hmm. i'm very sure that stadium was filled so i'm sure those poncho people made so that's a lot of cleanup because i know many people probably left them ponchos behind mine's in my car so <laughs> i need to clean my car up. but anyway that was really fun um then my weekend was chill i got a lot of like stuff done mm-hmm. and i'm doing some fall planning end of the year goal making getting my life in order for 2017 and then we went to movies last night yeah so so we'll talk about that in one second <laughs> but I, my weekend was pretty chill too i like purposefully had a chill weekend so i could binge watch tv mm-hmm. i finished um greenleaf I caught up on Queen Sugar. Um, I went to the movies three times. Don't judge me. Um, and started the second season of Luke Cage. So, Wait a minute. Second season? Yeah, that's why I asked you when you said you were watching it. That's why everybody's talking about it because the second season came on. But you were watching the first, so I'm not going to say anything about it. I've never heard of this show. Yeah, the first season was last year. First season new on my Netflix. Mm-mm, this is the second season. Because the first season what? was last year. 
Where was I? Well, I'm annoyed <laughs> by this season. Because, yeah, I already saw... That's why when you said you were watching it, I asked you if you were watching the current season that everybody was talking about or the first season because I figured that you didn't watch it last year because I didn't hear you talk about it last year. I don't remember. So, I will keep hearing. all comments about Luke Cage to myself until next week, especially because a lot of people haven't finished it yet. So, but see, like, on mine, only season one shows up. Seriously. Mm-mm. But you see it, right? I'm literally showing her my phone. <laughs> there is no drop down to see season two. I am very confused. That's why I'm like, oh, yeah, that is weird. What season two? It don't season two don't show up for me. Mm. And you've seen those. Yeah, I watched it last year. So I don't understand. Where's my season two? I'm emailing Netflix. <laughs> Anyways, what? um, so yeah, so okay, the movies. So I saw, um, shoot, what did we see together? When the bow breaks. When the bow breaks. And I feel like, well, first of all, I feel like a lot of people, they said they didn't like it, but I thought it was, for the most part, I thought it was pretty good. I liked it. I didn't think it was slow like people said it was. Some people mm-hmm. said, of course, that it should have been a BT movie, but I didn't think that either. Now, the ending is the only part that I like that. It was unfinished of. to me. Yeah. I do think at some parts it was slow, but I also think the African American community is really harsh on each other because of course, yeah. If this was a white movie, seriously, no one would say it was made for BET. That's right, the honest right. truth. So I feel like we get mad when we don't have movies, and when we have movies, all we do is rag on them. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I get annoyed with that. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Um, I didn't like the ending. I felt like it was unfinished, but I liked it. Um, she's a crazy hooker. And, um, yeah. But what I did not like, we went at night, and it was, like, these group of teenagers, and they were so annoying. They kept walking in and out of the theater, making all this noise. And I just feel like, who does that? <clears throat> like, when we was that age, we went to the movies, and we watched the movie. What? And then, like, the one guy, when he left, he like, yo, suck a dick. And it was like... <laughs> That was very annoying. Do you feel good about yourself, Tyrone? Because he sounded like a Tyrone and he looked like one. Did you feel good about yourself? Like, get a life. (laughs) Teenagers today are awful. Yeah, like, so, me and Shanae were sitting there. And, like, because me and Shanae, we went to the movies together when we were in high school. But, like, we we may have snuck into a movie that we shouldn't have been in. But we watched the movie. They were talking the whole time, in and out. I'm like, what are y'all doing? Like, I don't understand. And then at the end, yeah, they were just mad loud. That's what I'm just saying. But, I mean, the ending of the movie, I do feel like they could have added, like, five more minutes onto the end of the movie to give us closure. Absolutely. I didn't feel like I had closure. So, I just think, I just thought about something with Luke Cage. I think it is season one. He was in... What's the other show? Jessica Jones. And that's where I know him from. Okay, because I'm like, what you talking about? He was in a bunch of those episodes. Was it Jessica? Yeah, it was Jessica Jones. My bad. That's what it was. Okay, guys. So it is just (laughs) one season. My bad. My Netflix isn't broken. Because you know all those episodes and I mean all the shows feed into each other. And so he was also in Daredevil. So I'm used to seeing him. That's what it was. Okay. <laughs> Hopefully My bad, you guys yeah. aren't confused. Cause she was she was really about to email Netflix, and I'm like, let me make sure that I'm not telling the wrong. You all loud and wrong, wrong and loud. <laughs> but um, then 
I also saw Magnificent Seven, which that was good. I wouldn't say it was like, of course it's not Denzel Washington's best movie ever. But um, it was a good movie. And I saw today, I saw Miss Prairie Deans. I might be pronouncing this wrong. Um, House of, Amet- of Ordinary. Extraordinary? Peculiar Kids. That's what it was. Lord. Girl, you, you, you <laughs> I butchered, I butchered you, that name. You real confusing today. <laughs> I, I need you to get it together. Okay? But um, that was really good. Like... I know it was supposed to be a kids movie, so like I said, judge me if you want. But it, I thought it was a good movie. I kind of like those kinds of like mystery kiddie movies, so that was really good. Um, I wouldn't like I would go see Magnificent Seven before I went to see that. Um, I, I definitely could have waited till it came on TV to see it, but I was bored and I had a coupon, so I needed to spend my little gift card before Christmas came again, and I got another one. So. Um, I went, yeah, I went to see three movies this weekend, and I'll probably go see another one next weekend. But that was pretty much my weekend binging on TV. Okay, moving on. <laughs> now we're going to get into our media coverage for the week. So, you know, the debate was last week. Mm-hmm. I didn't watch it Me because either. I didn't feel like it. I did catch the highlights because I felt like, honestly, that's all you really need to see. True. Um, so, Hillary was clearly the winner. Um... From the notes and clips I've seen, she definitely rehearsed. She definitely prepared, mm-hmm. which I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And she definitely kept her cool. And she had some great digs on Trump. I can't even lie. It was like, touche. They it. even made GIFs and videos I know, that and everything. It's funny, though. <laughs> um, Trump, I mean, honestly, I don't... Once again, I don't understand... The support, like I get Hillary isn't the best, but like she does put in some effort to mm-hmm. an extent. Trump is such a, to me, just dense. He just says whatever. He doesn't prepare. You could clearly see she was riling him. And it's like, once again, as a president who has to make tough decisions, I don't need a president that gets pissed off real quick and want to like press the bomb button. Do you know right. what I mean? Like yeah. it's just, he lost. Um, polls dropped for him. Polls increase for her. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll just continue to see. We are getting closer to the election. So I encourage you, if you have not registered to vote, to vote. Um, do your research and make an educated uh, decision that you feel comfortable with. Mm-hmm. But I don't think the option is not voting. Vote for who you want, but I just don't believe in not voting. My option, my opinion is a little bit different. Um, I do think it's important to be informed about everybody that's going to be on the ballot, but I don't necessarily feel like everyone has to vote. But you can read my blog post about that. Not voting at all? Yeah, I don't feel like it's that serious. As long, I feel like if you're informed, I think voting for your local representatives is more important than voting for president. At this, I mean, when you vote for your president, you vote for local officials. So I know. I'm just trying to say, what's the point of being informed on what's going on? But literally deciding to skip that one question and do the rest. I don't think if you don't feel like you want either one, I don't think you should be pressured into voting for someone that you don't believe in. Isn't there more than them two? Yeah, but I'm saying any of them. If you don't believe in any of them, I don't feel like you should vote for anybody that you don't believe in. No, I don't. Well, whatever. I don't feel like debating. <laughs> Honestly, I don't. So moving on. Um. So a blonde hoarder discovers. She's been living with her son's dead course for the last 20 years. So, I'm just going to... Uh. I watch Hoarders, but this is weird. So, apparently, um, you know, they were cleaning up and they found 
body remains. Um, and the funny, it's not funny, but the mom was like, she thought he moved out. <gasps> so she didn't know. And she is blind, but she didn't know he died and was there for the last 20 years. So a lot of questions I had was like, if you thought he moved out, you haven't heard from your son in 20, in 20 years. years. You thought he moved out and never spoke to you again? You didn't think to ever wonder where he was it's they say he died from natural causes but the fact that because like i get you're blind but you didn't smell mm. sorry guys <laughs> but you didn't smell the body i, I had so many questions that? which makes me go her house must be really gross i mean if you guys haven't seen hoarders some of those houses are really oh, nasty yeah. so mm. maybe she just got used to that type of smell but i just thought that was crazy that she didn't know her son was but dead I think my house. main question is if you thought he moved out, you didn't think that he would check on you, call you, you didn't try to call him. Like I think that's my main question. Cause you're right, and the hoarders like they be having dead rats, dead cats, everything. So yeah. that I can kinda get past. But you just thought your son didn't talk to you for twenty years. Like that was just weird. Yeah. Um, so I have some Kardashian Angela updates. <laughs> so last week, Rob released Kylie Jenner's number, and it was indeed her cell phone number. Right. Um, because the family, his family wanted to throw him a baby shower and didn't want to invite Black China. He thought that was rude. Yeah, I don't understand And that. whatever. I don't get that either. Turns, we come to find out that Black China knew it was okay with the separate baby showers. So, of course, Rob apologized. Mm-hmm. But I felt like, Black China, why are you okay with that? Yeah. I don't get that. So then that escalated the rumors that they're not really together. They've been broken up for months. Um, they did an interview with Rob Seacrest saying that that was a lie. They are together. Mm-hmm. Um, and they don't know why people do that. But if you guys are together, once again, why are you having separate baby showers? I'm wondering it's if us. she just was okay with that to like keep peace. Maybe. Because that's really the only reason I can think of. Because I don't understand having a whole full-blown baby shower for your fiance and your fiance not being there. That's what I'm saying. Like, like, it was weird. And then Black China's baby shower, she invited certain members of the Kardashian clan and not everyone. So I thought, this is weird. Yeah, I just thought that whole thing stupid. was weird. Um, so that's my little Kardashian update. So we want to move forward to Solange's new album, A Seat at the Table. Yeah, A lot of people have listened and liked it. I've listened to it myself. So I want to say one thing. Has Solange been popular, like, music-wise? I don't feel like she's always been that popular, period. Mm. But I think the reason people are looking at her now is in her time where she was off not really doing music, she became, to me, more of a public figure. Like, she was doing more modeling. I can agree with that. People liked her style, her swag. So people were following her to follow her. She was speaking out about certain things. Do you know what I mean? I feel like she made a come up in that way a little bit more. Well, so, like, because I've always listened to her CDs, but I feel like, so I feel like back when she, like, first started releasing CDs, she was popular, but I think that's she just because off. they were new. Right. And she so I think off. that she kind of went away from the spotlight a little bit. So in the last few years, she has been coming back. And so I do feel like that's why this album is bigger and, like, everybody is, like, going crazy over it because they didn't even notice, not like no shade, not, they didn't notice the last couple albums because I was talking to some people like talking about her older songs and they were like, oh, I didn't even know she had CDs before this. But I also think partly because the content, 
she can sing. We know she can sing. Mm-hmm. But I just think if it was a regular album, she wouldn't have gotten the same response. I don't. Mm-hmm. I just don't. I think the the content of the music and what she's saying mm-hmm. and the way the world is right now and with racial tension and everything like that, mm-hmm. I think that's why. Because it's like, to be honest, I wouldn't have listened to it if I didn't hear that it was more like the black people owe to live. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I wouldn't have listened to it. I know she mm-hmm. can sing, but I wouldn't have been interested. Hmm. So I think that's part of it. But I will say I thought it was a good album. The message is clear and mm-hmm. I like it and yeah. I encourage everyone to listen to it. It's not something I'm be bumping all the time. I can say that, but I like it. For me, it's in my top 10 albums of the year. And I actually went through, me and my friend went through all of the albums of the year. And I think she deserves in the top 10. Now, I'm not saying she is the top, but she's in my top 10 albums of the year. There's ten albums I like for this year, so I don't know. And see, that's what my friend said. So like, we I'm went like, through top 10. all the like, albums this albums. year, and it was a bunch. And so she's in my top ten. I, I, I don't even have a top ten. Like I said, I like the content. If mm. it was regular, I'm not gonna say regular music, but just like more of just a traditional R and B poppy type of way, soul, whatever her thing is. Yeah, I was about to say because she's always been kind of soul-y. Yeah, I wouldn't have been interested. Period. I've never been a real, real big Solange fan. So people are like, why is everyone on Solange stream? I really think some of it is the content. Yeah. Because it's something that. that regardless of whether you're a fan or not, what she's saying, the clips, everything is something you can relate to and identify. Personally, that's why I think she's getting more attention. Okay, so moving on. My last bit of media, whatever. Oh, by the way, we didn't forget Charlie Lowe passed away last week. I just wasn't on my job. <laughs> so... Rest in peace. Can I piggyback on that rest in peace for two seconds? Because something did happen within the last week at his funeral. I didn't like that it was like videos of him. Yeah. That's way. his kids didn't like it. That's way too much. One of his daughters spoke. I was like, you know, this is disrespectful. Can y'all please disrespect it? I think the whole, and this is a bigger trend than I see, this whole social media funeral thing. Mm -mm. Y'all got to chill. Yeah. Because I feel like. The videos and the pictures is inappropriate. Like, don't y'all feel like he gave y'all enough of his life already? Like, sheesh. Like, but then they do it with regular people. I'm saying, like, this is a moment where family and friends are saying that everything is not meant for social media. Right. And, like, ultimately, people, like, was putting the videos in groups. And I'm like, I don't even want to see more than one second of it. Like, this is so no. I don't want to see it. I don't even like seeing a dead body when I know the person, but like when I don't know the person, it just feels like wrong. Like, no, I just didn't want to see it. I think people need to stop doing that. But I just, we just wanted to say rest in peace. Yes. We didn't forget. My last bit. So this weekend, Amber Rose's second year of her slut walk was this Mm -hmm. week. Mm -hmm. And we already know that she gets tons of criticism for the slut walk. And, um... Over the weekend, like, Benzino was going off about it, mm. which is funny because his kid was there. So, I'm just saying maybe that's why he was going off about <laughs> it. But I'm going to say this. I understand her message. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, I'll read her mission. To deliver a flawlessly executed event geared toward raising awareness about sexual injustice and gender inequality, the Amber Rose Slut Walk aims to impact and uplift while shifting the paradigm of rape culture. The event provides a safe and all all-inclusive space to entertain, educate, and empower. So when you read it, it's like, cool. I think people don't like that it's called the slut walk. I mm-hmm. just don't think people like that. Whoops. <clears throat> Drop my pen, kids. 
Um, and to be honest, I kind of don't like the name either, but I think it's supposed to be thought provoking and it's supposed to like be like, what? In yeah. the first place. So it's supposed to be like attention grabbing and it's supposed to like take away the negative connotation of slut. Hmm. I don't think it will the I don't think <laughs> I don't think it'll ever go away. Um but I don't know. You have to draw your own conclusions. Like I said, I understand the message. I don't know if I would deliver it the same way either. Mm -hmm. But I feel like that's all by everyone's perception and your own reality. Like, she's done things I would never do. That doesn't mean she's wrong in what she's doing. I just... I wouldn't do it, you know? Mm -hmm. Anyway, that's all our, like, news and media coverage for this week. Oh, wait. You forgot about J. Cole. What? Oh, right. That is on my list. Yes. (laughs) So... He did a performance, Mm -hmm. and he mentioned that it would be his last performance for a long time. Yeah. So, everyone is, like, speculating, like, why, why, why? Mm -hmm. A lot of people are saying, you know, maybe he's about to be a father. Maybe his lady's pregnant. My thought is, that could be it. And maybe he just wants to take a break. Yeah, that could. He could want to take a break because he's been knocking them out. So, he could just, you know, really need some time off because... Yeah, his last album was 2014, but he's been touring like crazy this whole time. So, and he did get married. So it's like maybe he maybe just want to live his life. Like, I mean, J Cole is still like super young. I mean, he's not. I just feel like I don't think everyone needs to freak out. He's not quitting music. Right. He's taking a break. Right. 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 And so I think everyone should chill. And maybe he does want to start a family. And if that's the case, congratulations. Right. In advance. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. To little baby Jermaine. <laughs> That's his name? Yeah. And that lets you know, guys, that I'm not a huge J. Cole. <laughs> I, I, I didn't even know his name was Jermaine. Yes. So, little Jermaine. Oh, well, okay. <laughs> you learn something new every day. Okay, so we're going to do our Would You Rather question, and then we'll go into our topic of the, the night. Day. Okay. Okay, so... Ew. I'm sorry. Oh, Lord. Mm. She said, oh, Lord, her own question? Because I'm, I'm trying to pick a question, but the the one that I read was like, oh, excuse me. Okay, so I'm going to ask it. It's very just gross. She's scaring me. Would you rather get cum in your hair after you've just finished styling it or right in your eyes? My hair. That is so gross. I feel though. like my eye could burn i don't know i don't know how come would react with eyeball i don't know oh jesus but mm, i think i'd rather it in my hair probably i've heard it's supposed to be good for your hair anyways where did you get that source (laughs) where did you hear that i I mean i've heard a couple people say that before that is good for your hair yes if someone can send me a link (laughs) of where they get that come is good for your hair and what what does it provide for your hair? Just protein. <laughs> Y'all should see the look she just gave me. <laughs> Once again, if someone <laughs> could provide me with a link with <laughs> with what is good about She's that. She's so flabbergasted. I am just, you know. Um. Anyway. What's your choice? Probably the hair thing, because, like, nothing feels good when it's shot in your eye. <laughs> well, that's true. <laughs> you know what I mean? Even water will, like, burn it sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, let alone that. <laughs> <laughs> no. I just thought that one was extra gross. Anyway, 
tonight we're going to talk about dating expectations mm -hmm. and wants and needs. And I want you guys to have your phone or notepad or a piece of paper because this is our first interactive podcast because mm -hmm. we're going to do a little exercise. So, so we're going to dive on in. Some background. I did a post this week, this past week was about wants and needs and kind of talking about the difference between the two. So I'm going to start off and say this. I think a lot of times, sometimes we feel like we know what we want and then we get in certain situations and it's like, wait a minute, I don't like this. Mm -hmm. So what inspired this whole thing for me is, one, shout out to the BSU, I love y'all. We had these great conversations about like dating and who do you like and your mm -hmm. list. And then there was an interview on The Breakfast Club with Jill Scott. Mm -hmm. It's old, but yeah. it was a good interview talking about you know her new relationship that she was in. And she spoke that... Her previous relationship was like he was the she he was the guy she always wanted. It was everything, but she found out that it wasn't what she needed, mm -hmm. and that struck a chord with me because it was like, well, what's really the difference between the two? Mm -hmm. Where it's like he could be what you want, but not what you need. Mm -hmm. So I want to give off definitions, and you can tell me whether you agree. Okay, I felt like a want is more <clears throat> on the surface level of traits and characteristics. Like I want a tall guy. I want him to um, have dreads. I like guys with beards. I like guys who are rich. You know what I mean? Like, just stuff that, like, ultimately doesn't necessarily make you feel loved. Just stuff you like. Or you could say, I want a guy with a master's. I want a guy to be an accountant. And that's what I was going to say. I, mean? I, was, I think wants are inclusive of a bunch of surface level that's stuff. What I'm saying. But I think it can also include other things that you still don't necessarily need that aren't surface level. So like for example, you could think that you want someone that gives you uh positive words of affirmation all the time. That's not necessarily surface level, but you may not really need that. That may not be your love language. So that's just weird. You want positive affirmations? Yeah, some people can think that they want that, but that's not really what they need. So I feel like what? it could <laughs> What is, what type of positive? I just didn't like that example. <laughs> okay, well, ignore the example. No, what but positive affirmation? Words of affirmation is like saying "I love you" all the time, all day, or but like. Wouldn't that to me be more of affection? Well, that's still words of affirmation, though. But to me, that goes under affection, and that could be someone's okay. need. That's it could be, saying. but I'm saying it could also be a want, and so I'm saying there are some things, in my opinion, of the definition of want. Want can be surface level and not surface level but it still might not be what you need does that make sense um not i'm gonna just keep going maybe it'll make sense to me later <laughs> okay <I'm> talking <laughs> okay um just because that to me goes under affection and so maybe she doesn't need that type of affection but that doesn't you know what i mean i feel like it doesn't mean that she doesn't need affection i at feel all. like that exactly. was broad okay maybe that was my issue okay so for me i just feel like their characteristics that ultimately won't keep you in a healthy, loving relationship. We'll mm -hmm. put it that way. Okay. And then for me, needs are what is required for you to feel safe and secure and loved in relationships. So okay. I'm going to say affection, communication. And these different because they're general. Right. But when I say communication, that's what you have to think for yourself. So for me, communication, you have to break it down. So for me, I need a guy who can express himself easily. Mm -hmm. That's a need for me. Right. If you, for me to feel loved and secure and to stay and be in a healthy place with someone, mm -hmm. I need that. Right. You right. know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, for me, 
because I am a Christian, religion could go under a need for someone. For right. someone, maybe not. Right. Those type of things, I think more of maybe your morals, your values, your foundation, those character traits sometimes mm-hmm. can be considered to me more of a need. Okay. Um, and then I think it's also important, and we're going to do this in the exercise coming up, is your hard limits. And I say this because no one is perfect. Mm-hmm. So you're going to get crap with whoever you date. Whether you like girls, guys, whatever, everything. But I think it's important to talk to know what are things you just will not deal with. You know you can't deal with. And that could be through previous experiences you've had. Mm-hmm. Where you know for a fact I can't handle this. I don't want this. it. Right. Or maybe you just know. Like for example, religion. I'm not dating one who's not a Christian. I can't. I can't. I can't. Right. I can't. Or that's like I have a friend. You know? They dated someone with a child. And they got so attached to the child. That like once they broke up, they was like, I can't date right. anyone with a child anymore because I can't deal with that type of right. Right, because he was like, it's our, it's one thing to like in the relationship, but now I'm like, do I still take the child gifts on their birthday? Like, it's right. that weird. And he was like, I can't do that again because it just took too much on him like to do that part. Exactly. So that would be considered a hard limit. So we kind of gonna go into the exercise now. Okay. So everyone needs a piece of paper. Or your phones, and we didn't do the exercise, so we're literally right. I don't know any of the. She don't know it, and I know it, but I'm going to do it. And I want to shout out my big sister Camilla because she kind of gave me this idea. I just kind of made it a shortened version because we don't have all day. Right. So right now, I want you to write down what after we talked about what we consider wants and needs. Mm -hmm. I need you to make a list, and I need you to write down wants. I need you to write down needs, and that's just the first step. So once we talked about it, maybe on the surface level, maybe a little bit lower, right. things you like and you just want in a guy, girl, whatever, and then the needs. And I think sometimes it's easier to start with the want sometimes because it's like when you say, what do you want a guy? I think the first thing people do maybe is go with like physical stuff, those little ones. Mm-hmm. So do whatever you work, for, do what works for you, but write it down. So once, so I'm gonna say some minds out loud, so we don't have like dead air. Right, I was about to. I was about to say <laughs> we don't want dead air. So like, some of my ones, I want someone tall, someone college educated. Um, I'm gonna say with a coin, cause I'm, I'm not gonna lie to you, that's really where my head is with a <laughs> coin. Um, some of my needs, I need him to. We need to have the same religion. Um, I need him to be able to express his emotions easily without me having to like pull it out Mm -hmm. i need verbal and physical affection um that's one for me and once again these are things that maybe through your experience you realize you want and need and some stuff you may not experience but you just know and you know just just write down what you Feel like you want, feel like so, like okay. So, on my want list so far, I have someone that's black. Sorry, I want someone. Oh, me too. I'll add that. (laughs) I want someone that's African American. Like, sorry, um, someone that's spontaneous Mm -hmm. because you know me, I like kind of like I like weird dates, like not the typical kind of dates. So, I like someone that's spontaneous. Um, I want someone that's aspirational, which that could, uh, I don't necessarily, I don't know if that would go on the needs I do. I don't know. Yeah, you got to think. And so like, why are you doing this? Think about it. Talk about it out loud. If you ain't like at work, I don't know where you're doing when you listen to it. <laughs> because but sometimes talking it out helps. For Okay. So I put aspirational on the one side because mm-hmm. 
I don't necessarily need them to have a college degree, but I have, I like, I want someone that's wants to achieve something. Does that make sense? But is that a need? If he wasn't, like, if he was if, happy wherever he is, if he was a trash man, never wanted to be nothing else, period, not even manager of the trash man, <laughs> regular trash man, this is what he wanted, no other goals, and would, is happy, and is happy, would that bother you? No. So then maybe that's truly a want. Okay. And not a Because my my thing has always been as long as they're happy. Because like, I'm not about to deal with the trash man that's complaining. Because mm-hmm. like, if you complain, you need to change it. But if they're happy, then that's fine. Then I would say that's a want for you. Okay. I think when you're doing the, the wants and stuff like... I feel like when it... Backwards. When you're doing the needs. When you... Are you willing to break up with somebody over this? Okay, yeah, no. That's what I think. You okay. have to think about. Okay. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. So stuff like that. So I also like once. I kind of like someone, a guy that's kind of aggressive, but not OD. I can't mm-hmm. really explain it. I literally put aggressive, not OD. <laughs> I don't know. That's just. I need someone that's like funny. Well, no, I want someone. Right, I put humor because that's not bad. Let me really... switch that. Right. It's, like need <laughs> it's not a need, but I would not like it. Really. I like to laugh. But it would be nice if he was funny. Yeah. Right. I want someone that likes dogs. That's very surface level. But you should put all that down. <laughs> like, put put all of that down. I mean, I want you to get into like literally for the list purposes. It's a guy, so it's not the Bible. But when you think of your perfect mate, mm-hmm. what do they? encompass your wants and needs for that perfect person in your mind write it all down they like dogs right they like to cook oh i want that a guy who cooks <laughs> he was like oh wait a minute let me write that i would love someone who travels who wants to travel mm, i definitely think that's a want for me i don't know i think travel could go under someone who's wanting new experiences because i feel like i've seen relationships fail because one partner was wanting to elevate herself in the sense of I want to be international I want these new experiences and his Emma was like no I'm good and that was a part of the drift that made them break up it was a part of it Hmm. so I'm saying like you have to think about yourself like you want for me I feel like it wouldn't be because I could just take you (laughs) (laughs) that sound bad but like if he don't want to go that's fine like I just I feel like I will I don't I feel like I would hate because there's some people who live in Roundstown will never leave and they okay with that. That's mm-hmm. not okay with me. Right. I would keep looking at you like, what is wrong with you? Mm-hmm. Why do you? Why are you so comfortable where you would never? So I don't know. I would put a question mark because even though it was little, I guess the thought of wanting to like experience new things, that spontaneity, the wanting to embrace other cultures, mm-hmm. I guess that maybe be more important to me than I just thought, like just talking it out with you. Mm-hmm. Okay, so as you're writing, then I want you to do your hard limits. Like what is the stuff you know right now? And if you're not sure, don't put it down. Put what you know you cannot deal with. If you don't know, don't put it down. Like I said, we're not... How far are we going? Because like, I know I can't deal with a drug addict. Like... God, you know what? I mean, I'm, I'm really asking how far we're going with this. If you want to put that on your list, I mean, if that's a hard limit for you and you know for a fact, then fine. Um, sure, because I don't want that either. <laughs> like drug, ad- I mean, it's I don't. very specific. But, I, but that's like, I, I'm sorry, I don't know why, but that was one of the first things that came to my mind. Well, since it came to your mind, write it down, 
girl. So yeah, that's one of my hard limits. I do uh, not want a drug addict. Okay, I'm gonna put that. On I don't know mind. who would. That's what I'm saying. I don't think. Be how about this? Be be aware of like who you're around and who you've dated when you okay, have limits. Because well, nine so, times out of ten, once you heard he was a drug addict or saw it, you you wouldn't be with him. So come on, y'all. I was, well, so now okay, so I'm thinking about like cigarettes now. And that's, that's, a like, limit. that's a hard limit for me. <laughs> I think because I actually have dated someone that smoked cigarettes. <laughs> and I, you don't know, it was when I was in Atlanta. Why don't I know who you dated? <laughs> we're we're going to have to have a sidebar <laughs> about that. So, <laughs> huh. Huh. Um, but like, he didn't smell like cigarettes. Did he taste like cigarettes? That's what it was. I would kiss him and it would taste like cigarettes. Uh, and that would bother me. Gross. That's a hard limit for you. You got, y'all have to figure out what it is. But I'm trying know. to think if that, because like, if I'm really trying to think if that bothered me that much. Like, I wanted him to stop. And I mean, he said that he was going to stop. But we wasn't like heavy, heavy talking where I really had any influence over his life. Mm-hmm. So, I'm pretty sure to this day he still smokes. I don't but. Know. I would prefer not to be with a cigarette smoker. So maybe that's a want because you're not saying you would get be done with him. Right. Cigarettes for me is a no. I'm not doing it. But like now, kids are a hard limit for me. I don't want to date anybody with no, kids. No, I like. I actually like people with kids. I don't want that. So that's for me. That's a hard limit. And to to be fair, things change. Like mm-hmm. maybe two, three years, I wouldn't think that. Especially if I'm still single. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> but right now, that's a hard limit. So this is so once you kind of have your list because we don't want to take too long. Right. The next part is now I need you to think of your current partner, your ex, who you like, the the person. Right. I need you to think of the last person you dated. Mm-hmm. That's if you're single. Think of the last person you dated. If you're with someone, think about the person you're with. If you don't want to talk about your ex, you have a crush. Think about your crush. Mm-hmm. Think about their qualities. Write down their qualities, and then you need to see how they match up. Now, we did this exercise, and so, like, at the time, I felt like Miles was somewhat on par, mm-hmm. but things have changed for me. That's just it. The list changed. You changed. Right. You know what I mean? So, how often should someone do this list, do you think? You know what? I don't think you have to, like, I think, I don't know. I don't feel like there's an official time limit, mm-hmm. but I'll say this. If you were with someone who you felt like had everything and it failed... You need to think about why it failed. Mm-hmm. Was it just a combination of you two not working? Right. Or was there certain areas that he did lack? And then two, if he lacked them or she, did you address it? Because just because, yeah. like maybe, like for me, if you weren't, I like affection. And let's say the guy wasn't giving me affection. Did I give him the chance? Right. To, to be Yeah, because like for me, one of my needs is positive words of affirmation. And so I know that I can think of people that I've dated in the past that didn't do that for me. But because that's something that I need. Right. right. So that's what I'm saying. You have to think about it. I think if you feel like you're changing and if you feel like you're starting to get to an area, then I don't think there's nothing wrong with looking at it again and saying, well, maybe that's not a need. You know, mm-hmm. I think this exercise is just for you to get an idea of like what you like and what you're really feeling. And then ultimately compare that to what you're currently doing. Mm-hmm. If your list is like totally opposites of each other, then- you need to think one, either that person isn't the right one. Or your wants and needs are off. I definitely think this is something good to do after a breakup because I know, especially like depending on how people broke up, people are usually quick to blame the other person. Absolutely. But even if what put the nail in the coffin is the other person's fault, 
like air quotes fault because y'all can't see that. I still feel like it's still good to do the list and look at the entirety of the relationship. Absolutely. Because you were still in the relationship for such and such amount of time. And so there may have been things that you did and didn't like. So I think it's still good to, you know, take a full scope and look at the full relationship and see, okay, what did this person do for me that I need? Mm -hmm. And what didn't they do for me that like I absolutely can't stand in the next relationship or things like that? So I do think... Even though you may not want to do this right after a breakup, I think it's good to do right after a breakup. I, I, I think it would be helpful. And I also think when you're writing this stuff out about maybe your ex-partner or whatever, and you're looking at your needs, did he know this? Because I mm. think a big it's issue good to communicate be, that. Yes. like I said, with the affection thing, mm-hmm. we broke up and I'm like, he didn't provide that need for me. Did I give him the opportunity That's true. to? Yeah. And you have to be accountable. So like you said, when you break up sometimes, it's very easy to blame the other person. Mm-hmm. So if they had an issue, did you address that issue? That's true. Did you try? Because if you tried and it was like, F it, this is who I am, then you did your due diligence. Mm. And so even though you'll have some grief that's over actually it, really feel, don't feel bad about it because you try but it's right. like if you guys broke up and you like he didn't do this and i needed him to do this but he didn't know you needed that right you never expressed that you needed that then then you have to think about moving forward maybe i need to be more open with communicating because maybe that relationship didn't have to end that doesn't mean you need to just keep going back to your ex i'm just saying <laughs> bigger picture here when you move forward <laughs> taking right. those lessons and moving it forward to a new relationship. And for the record, if you're not interested in a relationship, then you don't need to do this right now. I'm serious. Because if you're just chilling right now, I don't want people to think, well, what if I'm just, I don't really want a relationship right now. You're just trying to do whatever. Then okay. But I feel like when you feel like you're ready to figure out who you want for maybe a long-term relationship, mm-hmm. I think the list and kind of figuring out what you need versus what you want is helpful. You know something I just like when you just said if you don't want a relationship then don't worry about it. It made me think of back to the friendship podcast. Mm-hmm. Maybe not like the hard limit part because you I don't know anyone that has like hard limits for their friends. But maybe the want and need thing is still good to do for friendships because maybe we don't always communicate our needs with our friends because you know everyone ex- accepts love differently right and so your friends may not know what you need and so it's like even in friendships as as well as relationships maybe having that doing this chart for friendships and having that conversation is important too i think it could be especially if you're struggling with a certain friend mm-hmm. doing the listening like well they're not i need this and they're not providing it maybe that's why you frame the conversation around that specific point mm-hmm. other than hitting them like you're not being my friend right now right they're like what do you mean So I get what you're saying. I think it could be helpful point blank period. Mm -hmm. So that was kind of like the exercise. So I hope you guys maybe have made some like some conclusions you didn't think of. Or maybe you just knew yourself. Yeah. Like you just know what you need. Because like I know I need words of affirmation. But I know I have never in my life told anybody that I needed that. Right. So you moving forward. You can be cognitive of that. And if he's not providing it. You can give it a chance to say it. Right. You know what I mean? I think. I just liked how we did it, and it made it opened my eyes because I think sometimes you need to see it. You need to see it mm-hmm. written down. I think sometimes we focus on some of the the smaller level things instead of the bigger picture. Yeah, and I also hope that for males and females, especially when we get into like the physical stuff, I have to say my rant. I was about to say something about that. That you just because my thing is like, what if this girl would give you everything on your need list, maybe seventy percent on your want list, but she's taller than you. She's taller than you. Or, here's the elephant in the room. She's fat. 
Because <laughs> people, some people got issues with that. I know. Let's be clear, a lot of guys don't. Yeah. But some guys are like, I don't want to date a fat girl. But what if this fat girl give you everything you needed, pretty much all of your wants? She just had a gut. I mean, she rocked your world in every way, mm-hmm. and you would still be like, Nah, you need to reevaluate. Or what vice if? Versa? Yeah, or vice versa. But what if the person gave you everything you need and? They just don't look at look how you, you would prefer them right. to look, or look how the person that you picture that you will always be with. Are you really willing to get past that because they're providing ev- like literally everything That's that what you I'm saying. need? Your needs. They yeah. are loving you. They're making you feel secure. They're making you feel beautiful. They're everything, but they're not tall, and they don't. They're, they're not, not six two. Right. They don't have abs. It's yeah. like certain stuff like that. Maybe you need to start to think about, I know for myself, I've been told that I'm very picky mm-hmm. and I can be very selective. And when I wrote down my list and I thought about it, in some areas, I can chill a little bit. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying to, um, I'm not saying to not have standards. I'm not saying that. I was about to. But when you get into the needs, I'm saying have a higher standard with your needs than, than your him being wants. tall. Yeah. Or fu- super funny. So let your you know I mean? let your wants fall to the back burner if your needs are being provided. That's what I'm saying. That that's what I'm saying. Just just to think about the the whole picture, right? And not just that. And I also think don't. I think sometimes people are concerned with their peers and what people will say because they're not laying in bed with you at night. They're not, and I just feel like the fat girls rocking your world. Roll with the fat girl. You know what <laughs> what I mean? Like I'm just saying, or the tall, the short guy is still doing it for you, like. He's short. Sorry. Yeah. It's not that serious. Kevin Hart is short and he's rich. I see why she hopped on it. (laughs) All right. I mean, it's facts. And I mean, it, because like it really, well, especially for females, I'll see them be like, oh, they have to be taller than me. Blah, Mm -hmm. blah. Mm -hmm. Like, is it really, really, really that serious? If they're not taller than you, then you're not even going to say hello. Right. They have to have a beard. They need to I have do. Well, I need to add beards to my want list. Okay. <laughs> but you're willing to date someone who doesn't, doesn't have one. I am. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> That's the point. And so this flows into expectations. Because I feel like, especially with requiring something of someone who you're dating or wanting something serious with, my my mm-hmm. rule of thumb is you should whatever you're expecting you should be willing or want to deliver that's my rule of thumb mm-hmm. i've also been told that my expectations for people friends and otherwise are too high and i always say how when i'm willing to do the same exact thing i don't ask anyone to do anything i'm not willing to do and i that's a rule for life so that means at work with coworkers, mm-hmm. um relationships friendships if I'm saying I want you to be this, 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 I'm going to do the same thing for you or better. It's funny because, um, so I'm reading a book and it was talking about expectations. And you know how some people are the, oh, I just don't have expectations so I won't get hurt kind of people. And then some people have really high mm-hmm. expectations. And basically what the book says, it's, it's okay to have expectations. Not having expectations to not get hurt is as bad as having expectations that are too high. That's what they're I'm like, They're two extremes of the same, uh, I don't know what the word is, whatever. And, and, <laughs> and if you hurt, you hurt. Whether you right. have expectations, you can't control your heart. Of, what, you know what I mean? Right, because what it said was You'll like, hurt. not having expectations so that you don't get hurt is hurting yourself before you get hurt. Hmm. it's like living in the hurt not having expectations it's like you're you've been hurt before so now you've decided to stay hurt Mm -hmm. and not have expectations and then having expectations that are too high 
forces you not to enjoy things that may not match up to that expectation, but may still be enjoyable. But what's considered, and does the book talk about, or maybe give an example of expectations that are too high? Because once again, being told that, mm-hmm. but that's who I am. So, so for the me, example, like, I don't see how it's high. The example in the book was the guy, um, he, like, someone was, one of his close friends talked about how On their honeymoon, they met another couple and spent a whole honeymoon with this other couple and ended up being best friends with that couple for the rest of their lives, like 20 more years. Mm -hmm. So when he went on his honeymoon, he was like looking for a couple to hang out with. Right. And so he like ended up doing dinner with this one couple that they were nothing like and blah, blah. So like the story goes on and basically at the end of the honeymoon on the flight back, they were talking and she, the guy, he was just like, well, we didn't meet our lifelong friends on our honeymoon because that was his expectation. And so she was like, well, I really enjoyed myself. And so he was just like this whole time he was searching for these best friends that he felt like he was supposed to meet on his honeymoon and didn't get to enjoy the honeymoon. He didn't get to live in the moment and uh-huh. let all these mm-hmm. memories they could have made together pass mm-hmm. him by. Now, I know that would never happen with you because you're fake. Okay, see, the example, I'm like, what? who goes on their honeymoon with your spouse? You're you looking into the details too deep. And you that worried about finding a couple friend? It's just, what about getting your freak on with your wife? That like she's just, your wife. That was just his And you experience. was irritated because you didn't make a couple friend? If I was his wife, I would have been pissed. I've been hitting a split on it for the past five nights. And you're mad because because you didn't find a couple best friends? Guys, little tidbit. This is why me and Shanae don't tend to enjoy reading the same books. Because she just be in the details too much. And doesn't, like, she has to sit back to get the whole <laughs> And so, like, just with that example right there, she went. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't a good example Well, that me. was just. I was like, what? But okay, so the whole moral of the story is to like enjoy the moment. It's okay to like for him. It's it was okay to want to meet that best friend couple on their honeymoon, but to spend the whole honeymoon searching for them and not enjoying the moment. Enjoy your wife, Lord. Can you give me an example in dating wise? Because I don't feel like that was a good one for dating. <laughs> okay. Um, I had to think of one. Because that was just that was the one on top of my head since that was what I read in the book. But like What's I said. What's the book called for people? Oh, it's called Punch Fear in the Face. Okay. Um, I'm in a book club. We're reading it together. Punch Fear in the Face, people, if you're interested. <laughs> um, so, okay. I think another example may be um, if you're going on a blind date. Mm-hmm. And so, if your best friend sets you up on a blind date, you're like, oh, this got to be the perfect guy because she said this and this and this about him. And so, she gave you all these high expectations to have. Mm-hmm. She told you he was funny, blah, blah, blah. And then you go on the date and he's not funny. Right. And so, you leave the date and it's like, you say he was funny and he wasn't funny at all. And it's like, okay, well, did y'all talk? Like, what else happened during the date? And you may not have actually experienced the date or actually gotten to take in his personality because you were looking for him to be funny. You still don't like that example. Anyways. That's, that's the not what I said. <laughs> your face. Let's <laughs> not make assumptions. I get what you're saying. Mm-hmm. I just feel like that wouldn't necessarily make me lower any expectations hearing that example that well no it's not 
it's just having be too being too steadfast in your expectations may make you miss the journey it may make you it miss the actual experience because you're too stringent on things living up to your expectations but when it comes to me finding a life partner right it's okay to have expectations in a life partner but to not get too caught up in the expectations because I feel like for some people, their expectations could actually be wants and not needs. And so it's easy to get caught up in that when you don't, instead of actually enjoying the experience of dating anybody. And now we're on the same page. Okay. Woo. I know. Sorry, guys. <laughs> so like she said, like, if you're, ex- then this comes back to that wants and needs thing. Mm-hmm. If you are weighing someone by these high expectations of wants, right. then I understand how. Right. That could block someone who's potentially great for you. Right. Or just enjoying your life at that moment. When it comes to like finding a partner. Right. Um, that's a good point. Now, if we just talk... Oh, sorry. If we're talking about life or whatever expectations, I think there's nothing wrong with having them. Right. But when it gets to life and to even maybe friendship, I do think have your expectations... Be open to adjusting and and as life goes on and you discover things about yourself. Right. But I think for relationships and trying to find, you know, a long-term boyfriend, partner, or me who really just trying to find a husband on a low key, <laughs> you know, have your expectations, have your standards, right. and, and to be patient during the process of finding the person that's meant for you. Yeah, and I think that's important to me because I think I was one of those pe- people that was like the no expectations that like, especially like even for service level stuff, like what kind of guy do you like? Oh, I don't care. Like I was so like, I was so loosey goosey. Yeah, and I said that as me living in the moment, not realizing that you can have expectations and still live in the moment. Absolutely. And so I think that's what it kind of made me realize that it's okay to have expectations and that won't keep me from living in the moment as long as I'm not too caught up in my expectations. And I think for me, I've come to the realization that, you know, I I want to focus on the need category because mm-hmm. I feel like just like what Jill said, the person can be everything you've ever wanted. And if you're still feeling an emptiness or still feeling something, mm-hmm. just because they're all that on the once category, it still isn't enough. And I right. think that's the whole point of the exercise. He can have everything on the once or whatever, and maybe one of the needs. It's not going to be enough. Right. It has to be pretty much all needs, someone. I feel like I've been there before, like, I feel like it was, and like, I feel like that's why it never worked. Because both of us, for each other, we were what we wanted. Mm -hmm. But for some reason, it never worked. And we never understood why it didn't work. And I really think it was because for each other, we were everything that we wanted for Mm -hmm. each other. But when it came down to it, we weren't what each other needed. I feel you. Cause she know who I'm talking about, and I feel. And you. so I really like, cause and to this day, people be like, "Oh, y'all might get back together," and I'm just like, "No." And they're like, "Well, how do you know?" I'm just like, "No." And it's because I know that now I know, cause it, for a while I didn't know, but now right. I can see that yes, he was literally everything that I wanted, like from his head to his feet. But that's not what I needed, and so I feel like that's why now people be like, "Oh, I hope you guys," and I just like, Mm-mm, "Ain't gonna happen." <laughs> like I'm just like, and I'm so like serious about it. And people be like, "Well, I hope. even my mother, she be like, I really think that was a that's nice," so cute. and I'm just like, "Let it go." But but that's what it is, yeah. and I feel like 
think about your past relationships because it's like there was something missing just like you said mm -hmm. he was he was tall he was this he has curly hair he was you know whatever whatever mm -hmm. and you had fun with him and that's to say don't mean you just like him you can have fun no we had a bunch you can have great you can even start to fall in love you can fall in love with them oh yeah but there'd be a point where it's just like what else you, there's a speed bump <laughs> that y'all will not be able to get past in my yeah. opinion yeah. and you think you'll get past it but the uh, it'll come up again mm -hmm. because if you're not and I think this comes into just relations, period, really being open and honest about what you need out of a relationship. And I think sometimes we're scared to talk to our partners oh, yeah. because we don't want to upset them. We don't want them to judge us. Mm -hmm. We don't want this conversation to rock the boat. Mm -hmm. But if you're feeling like something is lacking in your relationship, that is a need for you to feel loved, secure, and to be healthy, happy in a relationship, then you need to rock the boat. Mm -hmm. And if the person you're dating dismisses it, doesn't care, doesn't try, then that is a red flag. And that could be your past to get off the boat and right. don't be in this relationship that is going to go south. Right. You can get out before you experience any further hurt. Right, right. right. And, that's, and that's the whole point of the list and I don't think and I do think as you get older this is that's when you can kind of create your list because like 18 I don't know you just, you know like 18 I thought I knew you feel like you know what you want you don't know I think it takes some dating it takes some failed relationships mm -hmm. and I think it takes living life but you know you know as you get older I turned 25 in February <laughs> Jesus help me you start to realize what you're looking for mm -hmm. and then I also understand that as I also understand, like, as you get to a certain age, that's why couples are together for a year and then they get engaged. Because when you get to a certain age and you get to a place where you feel like you know yourself and what you want in a partner, you don't have to date for five, four years like you would if you were, like, 16, 17. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, do you have any other points? No, I think... I think I, I think I came to some realizations today. Yay! <laughs> and I hope that for everyone. Yeah. I actually even... And I've done this before. I have made some new some new thought revelations right now just talking it through. And that's the whole point of it is just to make you think about your decision making and your past and moving forward into your present. And I also want to say that whatever happened in your past relationships or whatever, you do need to think about it in a sense of what can I do better? Because like if they're dirt bar, they're dirt bar. Dirt bar. Bar. Ball. <laughs> Lord, but you, you can, in your mind, find out ways that you can not adjust necessarily, but ways you would deal with things differently. Because I feel mm -hmm. like even if, for example, like they cheated on you, that was wrong. That was a deal breaker for you. But there was something there. So maybe, and I don't think cheating is someone's fault, but you know what I mean? Yeah. I think there's always something to learn. It's yeah. Every, every relationship is a learning experience. And so I feel like people need to look at that because if you didn't learn the first time, It'll it's just going to get brought back around to you because you're going to learn this lesson. Whether you want to learn it now or you want to learn it later. And I think you also need to be real with yourself. Like right. acknowledge the stuff that you, the baggage you have mm -hmm. and baggage you may have brought in past relationships or your current one. Like if things are coming up or you're having the same issues, then you need to be like, all right, so what part of it is me? Right. And I think sometimes we don't do that enough. We mm -hmm. play the blame game. And mm -hmm. I've certainly done that many a times. I'm at the age now and the point now where I'm starting to be, 
I always say start with yourself first, and that's literally what I do. And I yeah. do that with relationships. I do that with friendships. I even do it at work. Start with yourself, mm-hmm. and then look, and then blame. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, and also, I think something that helped me because I know well, I know what my love languages are. You know, the five love languages. I've taken the test before, and so like for. And I'm not saying, like, this test is hardcore, like, the correct answer. But I do think taking the test will help you see some of the things that you need that you may not have been able to verbalize. Like, for example, words of affirmation. I don't think I was able to verbalize that before, which is probably why I never told anybody that's what I needed in my previous relationships. So that may also help you figuring out what your needs are because sometimes that side of the list can be a little bit more difficult to figure out what you really need good point where can i do that like just google it yeah i think it's called i think it's like five love languages.com um one second guys i'm pulling so she's gonna google that real quick (laughs) um because actually i've never like you saying it makes you want to like take it that's what i'm like where is it yeah because like my top two are spending time yeah, it's five love languages.com. Okay. My top two are um quality time and love I mean and words of affirmation. And I like looking at my previous relationships, like even for the guy that gave me everything I wanted but nothing I needed, we spent a lot of quality time together. And so that was one thing that I needed that he did give me. Okay. Um so like my top one is quality time, my second one is words of affirmation. And so like when I like looked at it and read through it, I'm like, okay, these are really things that I need, and like it kind of ranks them for you. And because like some one, I know one of the love languages is like giving gifts. For me, that was like bottom on the list. I don't need that, but some people do need gifts, mm-hmm. and some people, you know, that helps them um, in loving, not necessarily like expensive gifts, because that can seem like it's kind of like gold diggerish. But it could be like just sentimental things of value that you are exchanging. So um, I do also encourage I do taking like that. Thinking yeah. about myself, yeah. I think it's always for me, like it was always cute if I'm saying something in passing, and then I would get it. Like I was talking about, like this is random. Like I'm just talking about, oh, I really want M and M's. I've been craving chocolate so bad, and then I get like M and M's, and it's like you were listening. Yeah, to and me. so like that's why I'm like, trying to say that it's like not anything gift. necessarily right. expensive. It could just be something small and passing right. that like with the M and M's or with flowers. I heard that you said this was your favorite flower, and you get to work and it's sitting on your desk. Oh, that's so, so yeah, for some, <laughs> I want <wouldn't> guess <laughs> for some people, and it like I want I want to make sure people understand that it's not necessarily expensive gifts, right? It's because not that could have much. a a negative connotation to it but i just want to say that <laughs> cartier watches and Lord. stuff are nice all my want is coin it's like no but i want to talk one more thing before we go because okay. i want to talk about this my wants always say i want a guy with money mm-hmm. i want bank who doesn't right now when we get down to how that could translate to a need you don't need a rich man right. you need financial stability mm-hmm. so I think sometimes when you're doing your list think about it that way and be real financial stability is not three million in the bank and you know that right you know what I mean so mm-hmm. for me financial stability is a need I need to know that you um, are aware of your finances that you are trying to be in a comfortable place mm-hmm. be realistic when I you know what I mean but you don't need a baller do you know what I mean so yeah. it's like that's just an example I want to put out where like sometimes it starts off as a want but get to like the real source of the why you say of that why you, yeah. you know what I mean yeah. 
So that was just my last little tidbit about the list. I hope this was helpful for you guys yes. mm -hmm. and you maybe took a little something away. Um, if not, you learned about what we want and need. And right, you know, I'm you still taking emails for Shanae. Uh, um, if any of you want to date her, for I'm t I'm taking them on her behalf. Yes, making that clear here. And she will just streamline <laughs> and send the ones who like pass. The, you know, and I'm actually just I'll just rip this out <laughs> and give you this list so, so that I can emailing you. You can kind of just check and be like, oh, yeah, he passed the minimum. Lord. And let you rock out. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, just wanted to throw that in there that I'm still taking emails. And also. Yeah, she's She's got none. Uh, it's okay no, no, it's alright you know maybe they're gonna come in another way maybe they're gonna come in a comment on a blog post like maybe you I'm never know be lonely with oh dogs. we're not doing this today okay. so I also wanted to remind you guys that we post vlogs throughout the week that may be similar to or different from our topics so remember Shanae posts on Wednesday I post on Friday so please um, look out for those. Follow us at Good Girls Behaving Badly on Instagram. And thank you to all our new followers. Yes. Um, so just keep up with what we're doing. And thank you for listening. And we'll talk to you guys next week.